I read somewhere that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. And no matter what challenges you're facing, here's some encouragement. God's going to give you the strength you need to persevere, to respond well. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up the Focus on the Family Parenting Department. And we're going to hear now from Julie Hornock. Uh, She spoke with Jim Daly and me about her daughter, Lizzie, who's on the autism spectrum, and about how we as parents uh, of special needs kids, pretty much all parents, can learn to become better people even when tough times come. Do you meet other young moms who don't grieve it well? And they're just like plowing ahead. They're just going to be tough. and yeah. But you can tell that moment, that brick wall is going to be there. How well, do you coach them? Yeah. I mean, so this is something that actually made me want to go and interview families all over the world is because um, I noticed just within my circle of moms, my circle of autism moms, that there were women as they went, they were either getting bitter or better. And so they huh. were either taking what life was had given them to make themselves better, to better the world, or they were just getting angrier and angrier and they would fight harder and it was like they were spinning. And so um, my heart just breaks for the mom who is getting bitter because I, I know I get it I could have gone that way you know you don't always know how you're going to react and what's going to happen um, and so I thought I'm just going to compile these stories that can inspire them of moms that are have gotten better and how can they do that and so I just picture a mom having like a really bad day or and like getting a, a whole sleeve of Oreos and just taking a break and reading one of the stories and just being inspired and that's I just I share with them just to go stop and just look at the people that seem to be okay in it and ask and find out how why are they doing okay and it really does all come down to that acceptance yeah mm-hmm. yeah that i mean it's mm-hmm. so well said uh john you and dina you had to grieve too mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I think our starting point has been god is good and mm-hmm. he doesn't make mistakes but we don't get this one i mean this feels like you were saying yeah. julie this feels like a mistake We got to a point, though, of recognizing Zane has wonderful gifts and unique abilities that we don't have. And so rather than force him to be normal, if you will, we've learned to celebrate some of the idiosyncrasies that the world might think are kind of weird, but we think are endearing and wonderful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've had to let go of what does normal look like, what are our expectations for life coming up. It's going to be different. It's a journey that lasts a lifetime because there's not a cure, so to speak. We can give tools to our kids. Mm-hmm. We can give um, ways to cope, but we can't fix a neurological wiring. It's yeah, it's what no, it is. and I so appreciate that. And I think that coping mechanism, you know, the Lord being able to bolster you and your spouses in that way is critical, right? It's I mean, a gift to not be bitter, yeah. Julie, to your yeah. point, and that should break your heart. It breaks my heart that you know it crushes you rather than. Um, learning how to see the good, and that's just hard, you know, when you're not deeply in it, that's hard to understand. Julie, you do talk about hope for parents in this situation. There's three words that you often give as advice, and they are support, surrender, and belief. We're kind of touching on those. Uh, And it's a purpose, a beautiful purpose that perhaps God has given you, right? So explain what you mean by each one of those, support, surrender, and belief. Well, finding support, but just not not just for the child, but also for yourself, because that's sometimes – it's sometimes what we miss is that support that we need to get for ourselves. Um, But the word I hear from parents most when they get the diagnosis um, is that they feel helpless. And I think – 
it surprises me, but I also felt very helpless. And so we think, oh, support's so easy. It's all out there. You know, everyone knows about it. But it's like your brain gets really fuzzy and you click into either fight like your wife and I did, or you click into fight or you click into freeze. And so it's just not as cut and dry. And you really need to be reaching out to community um, yeah. and just finding the people that can guide you. Because I do feel like God really and truly just provides the people and he provide. that's the most, I hear it from every parent I've ever talked to, and I've had yeah. that experience in my own life that if we ask, you know, God's going to send the right people to guide us. And so finding that support within your own community so you can sit face-to-face and you can have a conversation with somebody who gets it and also somebody that probably has a little more knowledge than you. Yeah, and I think that idea of being in the valley, it's okay. Yeah. You know, don't. Don't grieve your grief. Yeah. But, you know, the idea of plowing through that, learning from it, understanding it. Yeah. Okay, so that's support. support. What's surrender look yeah, like? Yeah, so surrender is doing that exact thing that we talked about um, so that you don't get bitter. So it's going back to, I'm going to surrender the life that I thought I was going to have. And if you have a child with any diagnosis, um, any special needs diagnosis, any mental health issues, autism, you have been chosen by God for a different mm. life. You know, it's not that this thing happened to you. It's that he chose you to live a non-traditional life. And that is exactly, you know, what you should do and find the beauty in it. But you can't do it until you decide to grieve that and then to move forward in the new life and just take joy in the things that you can take joy in. And the obvious one is belief. I mean, what are you believing at that point? Well, believing that your child has a beautiful purpose in this world because – Um, I remember I was kind of hashing it out with God, um, just, you know, I can't believe we haven't gotten further. I can't believe she hasn't progressed more. I can't believe we haven't been able to move forward, you know, just grappling with him. And I was in the car, and I just remember him saying, you know, it doesn't matter. There is no better life. Like, there, it doesn't matter if you go to, if she goes to Harvard or if she ends up in a group home. The best life is the one that I have for you. The best life is the one that my path for you is on. So if I choose to put her in a group home and that's where she ends up and that's where she's going to be, then you're going to be able to bless people in that scenario and she's going to be the happiest in that scenario. That's where I'll use you in ministry. Or same thing, if she goes to Harvard, then that's my plan for her. But there's no, like, we want to put these benchmarks in the world, like, oh, if you go to Harvard, you're up here, then, you know, maybe just normal college, then maybe like a community college. And then down here, you know, you have the people that we are supposed to help in the world, you know, and it just doesn't work like that. God has such a beautiful purpose for each and every one of our kids, whether they're wearing diapers when they're an adult or whether they're out speaking to the entire world. He, there's nothing missing in our children, you know. He loves them just as much and has given them that purpose. And I think I see what's so neat, um, even in our churches, I see people that have their walls built this high, you know, so high, you can't reach them. But you know who can reach them is a child with special needs. Uh Um, They watch them praise Jesus and their walls come down because he gave them just a childlike innocence that is so beautiful that, you know, we can look at that and we can see God. I can truly see God in my daughter. Well, what an important point, Danny, that Julie brought up about getting bitter or getting better. And I'm sure you've seen some parents in your practice and just as you speak and travel the country who have uh, really gone through the ringer. They've had some tough things, but they've maintained a a good and godly perspective on it. Yeah, I've seen so many parents do that, do just that. And what a, what a blessing it is for me. And just a reminder 
of pressing in when things get tough. And for some, it seems like it pours. And yet they maintain a trust and a faith in God. That It's, it's a wonderful gift to be able to, to see a person do that and the transformation they're going through in their own journey yeah. with, with God. And I, I'll never forget this one mom that I met early in my career. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast early on. This was a, a young mom. She had three children. I was doing a home visit. I was a social worker in the schools. Uh, she was Spanish-speaking, uh, a little bit of, of English. And so I got to uh, to use my Spanish there, John, with, with her. And, and, uh, and I'm sure and it asked, was way better than any Spanish <laughs> I could conjure up. And I asked her some, some deeper questions. I just said, hey, how are you doing? That's basically what I asked with as a social worker, just, hey, how, how, how are you doing as a single mom with three kids, two of them with Down syndrome, hmm. one of them with oxygen, walking around the whole house. Wow. She was trying to make ends meet, trying to work and trying to maintain this. She said, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Huh. She said, I'm thankful that God gave me these, these three wonderful kids. And there was uh, the, the two, she said, the two with, with uh, the special needs, the Down syndrome and all that, it has changed me from inside out. And I'm so thankful for God's gift to me. Hmm as their mom, and I wouldn't change it one bit. Yeah. I love the journey I'm on. It's hard, but that means I get to depend on God. That's what she said. That's and man, like, I was yeah. going, I just sat there with my eyes wide open going, whoa, maybe you could preach on a Sunday or, or something. <laughs> I, I've got right? a friend who would say that's ninja-level parenting. Oh, my wouldn't goodness. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was amazing. It, it, it touched my heart. I was writing notes, and I just stared at her for oh. a little bit, and I just said, that's fantastic. I love your attitude. What a gift you are to your kids mm-hmm. uh, with, with the attitude you bring to the table. Wow. And loved seeing how she continued to grow and pour into those kids. And uh, the district surrounded her the best we could to give her all the resources she uh, could use in order to support those kids. Yeah. It's, it's fun to see parents uh, be free of, of the constricting bitterness and, and have that freedom to say, hey, I'm going to trust God. And in that, they find life. Mm. That is terrific uh, advice and a great reminder. So no matter where you're at in your parenting journey, it really isn't, as Danny would say, ninja-level parenting. It's just being faithful to what God has called you to as a mom or a dad. Um, So you'll find encouragement like that from uh, a couple of things. One would be um, an article from Dr. Tyler Sexton. He has uh, encountered so many different struggles he is uh, an infectiously joyful person, and he's written a terrific article called Encouraging Social and Behavioral Development in Children with Special Needs. Uh, that's going to be in the episode notes. And then we have Julie Hornock's great book. She has stories and insights and encouragement for you in the book United in Autism. We have those available uh, for you. Uh, just make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Ideally, uh, you sign up to be a monthly sustainer. Uh, That will really keep our engines going uh, throughout uh, the fall, the winter, the spring, the summer. It just evens out the budget. If you're not in a spot to make a monthly gift, then make a one-time contribution, um, as you can, and we'll send the book and a free download as well uh, to you. And the details for making a donation and getting those resources are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Dr. Kathy Cook as she offers ways to encourage your children to be resilient, even maybe if they've disappointed you. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.